Hey everyone, this is Austin Schur here with We Write About Music, and today I am so happy to be speaking with Kate Hart. She has just released a fantastic new track. It is called Hold My Hand, and I am super excited to talk to her all about it. Kate, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to be here. How are you? What's going on? Oh, I'm really well, Austin, and right back at you. Thank you for, you know, having me and writing such an amazing, um, you know, article review on the song. Super appreciative and um, yeah, I'm great. Just released new music, couldn't be better. You must have a huge weight off your shoulders at this point. I know how much time and energy and mental strength goes into releasing music. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just so much so. And uh, I think, you know, I feel like if you're not really in the creative industry, it's sometimes a bit hard to get your head around Oh yeah. Ex what is going into it on Extremely. so many different levels. Yeah. I fully agree. Yeah. Well, I want to hop right into this. Um, as I said in the review, and I'll say it a million more times, I truly love this song. It's just a beautiful listen, but so much of the greatness from it comes from your words. So I want to hear it from the person themselves. What is this song about and what inspired it? Oh, um, it's a, yeah, it's a pretty big song for me with like lyrically. Uh, it's definitely, I feel like my first release of music that's really honest. You know, I didn't write it from a place of worrying about what anyone thought about it when they heard it. Whereas previous music, I've really thought too much about that. You yeah. know, writing music, oh, I hope this makes people feel a certain way. I hope this makes people feel good. But this song, none of that. I wrote it purely just because I needed to, I guess. And lyrically, it's very much about, um, you know, going through some really tough things as a kid. Yeah. Um, yeah, which I'm, you know, sure is pretty universal. We've all had different different trials and tribulations when we're, when we're children, but some of mine were pretty big and pretty heavy stuff. And, yeah, the song, the verses definitely um, communicate that particularly this yeah the, the verses definitely communicate that and then I think the chorus and the the you know the line that will everyone jumps on is that hold my hand and it's just about them being an adult and processing all that stuff you go through as a kid yeah. so you can be a really healthy adult it's just true. really needing a yeah needing a lot of support and just basically needing my hand held a bit extra right. than usual <laughs> it's true I mean listen like it is definitely a universal experience but it doesn't discount what you've gone through and it also doesn't mean that you know it doesn't serve as a relatable song for others there can be a million love songs out there but another song for you know someone to ultimately like lean their shoulder on for you like that's what I think music needs and that's kind of what this fulfills which is really nice. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it's like, it's very cathartic, you know, to, okay. and it's a bit vulnerable. It feels a bit, it's definitely really vulnerable to put really? music out that that's like that. Um, but it was just necessary. Yeah. It feels really good to write a, such a truthful song. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, another main standout in the song is just how it sounds and the production. Everything is so crisp and clean. And there's these like, fun little effects that give it atmosphere and this and that. So how do you work on your music? Do you have a team behind you? Do you have anyone helping you out in the studio? Like, what does that situation look like? I 
Well, when I sort of go to record and produce, it's something, you know, I tend to do, I guess, a little bit of like producer shopping, if you will. Oh, no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which starts with just going and visiting different places. And I'll generally hear other music that I like from artists, I guess, kind of on my tier or gigs sure. that I've seen and, and think, hey, I'm really into that sound. I'll follow up where they were produced. And that led me to this um, down the path of this amazing man, Joel Miles is his name, and his production company is called Head Atlas. Nice. He's based in Brisbane. And yeah, so Head Atlas, Joel Miles, and he has just actually just, they've refurbished their entire production um, area and it's called Hunting Ground Studios. Very cool. So yeah, and it was, a, it was, I just go where I'm, you know, where I feel comfortable basically, because you've, you've got to spend a fair bit of time and you've got to be very open and yeah, I'm, I feel like maybe I'm a bit like other artists, but it's hard for me to articulate what's in my head. Absolutely. No, it's not easy for anyone, but also everyone creates music in a different way. I also think having a producer that sort of gets what you're going for is priceless. There's a million producers out there that can do cool things and have you know amazing effects. But if you're not on the same wavelength, then it's like, it just doesn't make sense in the end. Like the final product doesn't stand out. Absolutely. And I feel like Joel, you know, he was able to steer the ship when, you know, because there's so many different ways you can go. Yeah. Uh, the song was, you know, the song was very, like, it's not a lot, it's not much different to how I went in with it. You know, the structure's the same lyrically. Sure. You know, he's he's helped create those really rich harmonies and guided me singing the harmonies because yeah. I always need help with that. Um, but he was able to just steer the ship, you know, when you're kind of getting a little bit off track with ideas on where it's going to go. I did have a pretty clear, I love electronic music. Um, so yeah, I do. Yeah, I, believe it. <laughs> I love it. I, my, my roots lie in rave culture. Really? Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I would not have guessed it, but listen. You know, for, for someone that doesn't necessarily make electronic music, it's good to listen to everything. If you listen to the same thing over and over, you're going to make, you know, keep making the same song over and over and that gets boring. Definitely. And my yeah. previous music was very, you know, singer-songwriter. It almost had, it had a very almost country kind of feel and sure. that's not me. And whereas this is a lot more in my lane and where I want to be as an artist. Okay. Um, yeah, with just that a bit, bit that subtle electronic sound happening, with that sort of singer songwriter vocal combined. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I was yeah, I was super happy. Like all artists, you look back though and go, oh, that bit, you know, that could be different, or this bit, or yeah. But There's all as a whole, perfectionism. I just. It's, but it's such a, I always say that perfectionism is like a disease because it just, way, but it's because uh, it, you care, your name is on it. That's what people are being introduced to. There's no band name to hide behind it. No. And, but the thing is, if you stay in that perfectionist realm, you never release anything. True. I agree with that. Like true perfectionism, you're so caught up in. Yeah, I, I talked about this because I did a show on the just the Saturday gone. Oh. It's what day is it here? Thursday. 
Um, and I talked a little bit about it, you know, like just just flipping my own mindset as an artist to to not good enough right. to good enough. Absolutely. No, that's yeah. a whole thing. Um, it, it, I'm happy you bring this up because it sort of begs another question. Obviously, you're influenced by so much. And I do feel that this particular song brings together a lot of different styles and genres, but it's still very original sounding. So how are you, how are you like explaining the song to people? You're like, hey, I made a new song. This is what it sounds like. How are you pitching it, I suppose? Uh, I Well, <laughs> it's funny. I don't pitch it much. I stay a little bit, um, you know, I have to get over right. myself to, sure, to tell sure. people about it, honestly. Um, but I just say it's just um, a pop song yeah. with a slight electronic feel. Yeah, I would ask, also add very soulful as well, coming from your voice. Definitely some soul coming through there, but but I like that it's not just one thing. And that's kind of the magic of production and the way that you composed it is like, if it was just a straightforward mainstream pop song, it would be fine for a couple listens, but there's a lot of depth and complexity in this song that you can go back and listen and hear new things. And that's what's so special about it. Oh, I love hearing that from Sop. Yeah, I, I yeah. just appreciate that so much. You're very welcome. Um, and so it, it also sort of begs another question is, are you looking towards the future, towards new music? And if so, like, are you going to continue to experiment, try new things, maybe shift your sound a bit? Yeah, I have got some specific songs lined up that I'd really like to have recorded and for people to be able to listen to. Sure. And I love what, like, I definitely want to do more in this, whatever this genre is, you know, that sort of, because I feel it's like it's almost a bit folky in some bits, like folk soul with that bit of electronic. I, that's where I want to go. But my next song is just very, oh, it's just, I think it'll be a really simple, just guitar, voice, um, and I would say it's a bit, it is quite a, just a soulful song and, um, that's nice. Yeah. So it'll that. be a little bit different to, to this one. Yeah. I love that. Well, that's amazing because you're making the music that you want to make. You're the one that's in there spending the time and the energy and the mental space to do it. Like if it's not something that you wouldn't want to listen to, don't spend the time on it. Exactly. And I think, yeah, I guess I'm at a time and an age where with my artistry, it's definitely more about how it makes how it makes me feel. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, that might sound a little bit, you know, it's a bit selfish, but it's not. It's not. where it's at. No, it's all about you and what you want to do. And if that's selfish, I don't know, you know, but that's just the way it's going to be. <laughs> that's the way it has yeah. to be. Um, yeah. You would also mention, you know, you're playing shows, which is amazing. What is a show looking like? And do you have anything else on the horizon coming up? I don't uh, have anything directly booked, but that's definitely the next, you know, step sure. to keep doing live shows. The show we just did was to celebrate the re release of the launch. Cool. Um, and I, but I put, I really took, time and I put a lot of effort into curating what I felt like was a really interesting show to witness. Of course. Um, yeah, so I, I started the set with electric guitar 
And then I moved on to acoustic guitar. I even had a crack at the keyboard for a little bit. Awesome. Sang a song, a cappella. Like I tried to make it really a bit of a journey, let's say. Yeah. That's in my opinion, like I go to hundreds of concerts. That's what a concert should be like. It You should really be like curating the person's experience, not playing the same thing over and over, creating like a wave of emotion. That's how a show should be right there. Well, it was, it was so emotional. Yeah. Um, I was fine. And it was only a really small venue because I didn't at this stage need a lot of pressure to sell tons of tickets. Of course. So it was a full house. It was intimate, but the tears were flowing. I don't, I mean, I fully believe it. Like, <laughs> listen, it's the most vulnerable thing you can do is getting up on a stage and playing these songs that mean so much to you, to people yeah. that may or may not know you, but you're out there doing your thing. It's a very special moment. Yeah, it was, I just, you know, I have, it's not good to have regrets, but I'll say in reflection yeah. that I just wish I had have taken a photo from where I was so that, Damn. and I'm not really a draw, I can't draw, but I think I'm going to just get a sketch pad and just maybe roughly try and draw. You because should. Like I've never, all the two words I got from that gig was just loved and supported. That's what it's all about. You have yeah, it was pretty special. Yeah. That's what lights the yeah. fire under you to do more. And that's a great thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so we are like midway through September right now. We've got like three and a half months left of this year. Obviously you've had a busy 2023. What does the rest of this year look like for you? And maybe even a little bit of early 2024. What's going on? Oh, that's too big of a question for me, Austin. That's okay. <laughs> that's I operate, um, I operate seriously about 24 hours in front of me. That's okay too. <laughs> that's, hey, listen, we all work differently. I think that, no, truly, I think that's one of the better parts of being an independent artist is it's not having someone breathe down your back and telling you, we need it now. We need it a week from now. And here's everything we're going to do. Do do it yeah. in your own pace. Leisure. That's fine. I I would love in the next six months. I, the other thing is, too, I'm, I, go, I wear a lot of hats. Yeah. Which I'm sure, you know, independent artists do. Of course. Um, but a lot of life a lot of hats in life and if i could drop another song in the next six months i'd be a happy woman that's a goal that i think is very attainable and whether yeah. it happens or not don't beat yourself up over it if it doesn't okay. like that's what it yeah. is you can't rush art so if you're not yeah. feeling it if the lyrics aren't coming to you don't waste your time just wait till it happens well, I had to hold my hand sitting on the, sh like I've had that song mastered and ready to go for over two years. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's been sitting for yeah. a while. Got it. Yeah. And I, ha I have, yeah, I have not been navigating a lot of other stuff. My mum passed away in the last year and she was, you know, so I created, I started producing the song as soon as she got sick. 
as a way, I think that's my coping mechanism to, to mm. achieve and to be creative. It beats taking lots of drugs, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Um, Absolutely. Yes, it does. Yeah. Um, well, everyone's different. But, yeah, that's my process is to be creative. Um, so I just didn't have the scope, you know. I've had a lot of big stuff happening. And, yeah, so it feels pretty amazing to have it out in the world. I understand. Um, yeah. I, have, I have a couple more for you. I want to know who are some artists that either influenced you personally or even just some people that you kind of emulated your sound after, just some people that had a big role in the song. So the vibe tracks that I, you know, because when you go to a producer, the clearer you are, often the the better the outcome for you. Sure. For me, um, which is something I've lacked in the past. I've had so mm -hmm. many almost opposing things, but, and I don't know if we quite nailed it, but I love Massive Attack. Okay. The I'm song Teardrop. Uh, so it's very electronic, very sort of minimal. It's, it must okay. be early 90s. But, yeah, so Massive Attack. Oh, um, Attack. sorry, I didn't understand you. Yes, very oh, familiar with Massive Attack. Yeah, Massive Attack Teardrop was inspiring for me. Oh, there's an Australian artist, Vera Blue. Okay. Uh, and she has one song in particular called Mended which was also very much something that I listened to and when I went into the studio it was like, you know, this is this is very inspiring for me and yeah. in all the different ways. Yeah. Um, but that's directly related to this song. I, when I was, I've been singing since I was a really little girl, since I was about five really in front of audiences and I, my jam always growing up when I got to choose my own music was very much like Joni Mitchell and, uh, gosh, uh, Janis Joplin. Yeah, of course. I was I listened to that stuff just on repeat as a 15-year-old. Nice. Mm. Yeah. Um, those are all great artists. Very different from one another, but it kind of makes sense given your sound, so I fully respect it. Um, yeah. Kate, my last question for you here is it's basically for the for the person that is going to discover you from this. What is an opening message that you'd like to say to them before they listen to your music for the first time? Grab some tissues. <laughs> sure. Um uh, I just, you know, I hope it just brings. I just hope it if you listen to the song and it brings you some joy and you know it takes you away from your day for three minutes and 30 seconds and um yeah it has just makes you feel feel something but does just open your heart a little bit yeah yeah I think that's a great answer I think it's a perfect reason for anyone to listen and once again I want to thank you so much for taking the time to talk but please let me plug your music for you before we wrap up here. So for everyone that didn't catch it the first time around, the song is called Hold My Hand. And we've already got the links in the article, but we're going to add everything on in there and push it out. And I hope everyone gives it a listen because I love it. And I think it deserves to be listened to. You really did a great job here. 
Hey, thank you so much, Austin. And I hope I can say this, but there's a music video coming out tomorrow. Yeah, and we can attach that as well. So look for okay. that. I, <laughs> I hope it comes out at the time I think it's going to come out, all the things to organise. But yeah, I'm to be honest, I'm most proud of the music video from this whole process. Nice. So I'm pretty excited for that to be out in the world. That is awesome. Kate, thank you so much for taking the time. I super appreciate it. I'm really happy we could make this work. And I hope yeah. you have an amazing rest of your day as your day begins to start here. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. All right, take care. I hope to speak soon. Thank you. Bye-bye.